9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Oceaga is coming back to Montreal August 4th to 6th, 2023. That's this year. And as always, Sarah and I are going to do a podcast series uh, celebrating the non-headliner acts of Oceaga. Sure, the headliners like Rufus Dussault, Billie Eilish, and Kendrick Lamar are great, but we're going to be ignoring them, and actually we're going to be ignoring the entire top line of each lineup each day. Uh, not because they're not great, but because we think there's amazing bands that uh, we want to share with you. Uh, we're going to be sharing 10 bands a day that we think are worth your while to try to convince you to get to Oshiaga as early as possible and check out all these bands. Uh, maybe you're going to make like your summer playlist based on this podcast, uh, or, or not. I mean, whatever. Uh, see you at Oshiaga. We're going to be doing these every two weeks, guys. Bye. Perfect. Sarah. Hey. Guess what? What? It's July. Wait, hang on, hang We're on. <sighs> <laughs> We're one month away. Literally almost exactly a month away from Oceaga as we record this episode. That is sadly, if you are a subscriber, um, like a day or two late. This is coming out on Sunday instead of Friday. So... This will be waiting for you Monday morning if you're like someone who only listens to podcasts during the week, which I feel I is, only do that is what people do. Or no, hang on. I listen to stories, but also like if you if you have a dog, Mm-mm. you can listen to podcasts when you're walking the dog. I listen to music. Well, this is both. What? Take that. I mean, it's like two minutes of music across like a forty minute episode, so it's not a ton of music, but it's a podcast about music. It's our Oshiaga unofficial podcast series. We're moving on to Sunday. Are we unofficially official? We're unofficial. That's why, the, listen. Officially unofficial. That's why I put unofficial in brackets. I I'm think like, it should unofficial, be wink. officially unofficial. Mm, what? <laughs> That's nonsense. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Ah, uh, okay, so we're going to talk about um, 10 more we, bands. What are we going to do? Five bands. The thing that we've been doing yep. for years? Yep. Cool. Uh, and just to run through it. Just so that we have it out of the way, as if you've been listening to this whole thing, you know what we do. We're not talking about headliners, but we'll give a shout out at the top to the headliners. Do you know who's headlining on Sunday, Sarah? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. I did it. Going to be the best show. Crazy. He's insane live. Keith has been waiting forever. I was so excited. This was yet another thing the pandemic took away from me because he was supposed to be the headliner in 2020. Only from Keith. Yep. Took away from me personally. And they were like, we're canceling Oshiaga. Everybody's upset. Keith, we know you're upset about missing Kendrick. Uh, the other headliner, one of, one of the other headliners has become a, like it's a new discovery kind of for you, sort of, even though I think we had heard him before, but it's quickly become one of your favorite bands or acts, I should say. Sarah's, Sarah's staring at me with blank face. Literally, the second headliner on the bill is Fred again. What? Fred again? Dot 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 is the second on the bill. Yes. I don't look things up. Keith just like makes a playlist, and then I ask him, Are, "Is my list okay?" <coughs> yeah, and like, and no. then I go research. Good job. Uh, Kim Petras is also okay, a yeah, headliner. Yeah, Fred again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Is my new summer vibe. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing I want to listen to. It's only two dots though. Get it right. Oh shit. Fred again. Dot dot. It's very technical. <laughs> uh, Kim Petras is the another headliner. 
Central C is another headliner. And uh, the final person, at least on the top line of the bill, is Canada's own Rez. Rez. Spiral Psycho Sunglasses. Which I guess, so... This is fun. Here, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you now, there's no way we're missing Kendrick, so we're not going to be going to see Rez. But if you're really not into hip-hop or Kendrick Lamar, I think Rez is going to be a great pick to close down the festival. Like, if you are yeah. absolutely not into Kendrick, Rez is a party. Yeah, it is a good... It's like the complete opposite. So. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So if you're like, oh man, I'm not into Kendrick Lamar, how am I going to close it out? Hit up Rez. She's amazing. She's a good time. And apparently her current... Like, 2023 show has crazy, like, lasers and lights and all that stuff. Like, she has a really good setup, which, and she's bringing, as the, as the like, and island the sun state, will be, like, going yeah, down, No, too. it'll be completely down. It'll be past nine when oh, she starts. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it will be completely dark. Watch his time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, so, yes. <laughs> I will be also, missing that if set. Also, if you're with friends who don't know what they want to go see, and you're, mm-hmm. like, set on going to see one of them, just go without your friends. It's okay. You can, sp- you you can, can split, split up. up. It's all right. Make a meeting place. Exactly. Meet but up. But don't do the metro. And yeah, don't meet at the metro. That's like Unless it's, like, your exit metro. They'll yell at you and tell you to keep moving. Yeah. All right. Um, so, let's get... This Keith, who are you talking road. about today? I'm going to talk about a band that's kind of, it's one of the reasons I had a, as always, a hard time to kind of just light, like land in on only five acts. Uh, how this band landed on one of my acts I was like, you know what? We've kind of watched them grow up at Oceaga, sort of, Okay. which is Milk and Bone. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm not sure. But I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And I, I was like waiting for you to ask me because you asked me before if yeah. I knew so who the headliners were. <laughs> they got together in 2013. I don't know when their first Oceaga is, but we've definitely seen them go from like tiny stages to bigger and bigger stages as they've gotten like kind of like bigger and bigger yeah, they're as a vibe. band. They're super fun vibe. Um, they're like <coughs> electropop, synth pop, indie tronica, as they say. Montreal local band, uh, the uh, Laurence Lafont Bolin, Bolin, I should say, so Bone, and Camille Polaquin. So Camille is milk. That's I get. I think that's how I understand it. If I was saying Camille and Bone, and it's kind of milk and bone, you know what I mean? Yep. You know, I could see it. Yep. Okay. Uh, the, yeah. So that's it. They brought the first album was called Little Morning, but like morning, like um, you know. Like the sun? Like a funeral. Oh, morning. Uh, like sad. Yes. Was released in 20... <laughs> like the sun? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. The, the other S word. The other sad one. Uh, yeah, so it came out in like 2015. So I think they were playing Oceaga like 2015, 2016, I want to say. Wow. And like I said, this, and now they're, I think they're even on the main stage. Uh, they met in Sejep. Okay. Um, they decided to begin writing as a, a duo uh, after they... So, hang on, did we... Are, yeah, I was like, we missed this. But yeah, they, they were brought in as guest vocalists on Valère's album in 2013. And Valère just played the Jazz Fest. They did a big free show at the Jazz Fest. Just a, a more Montreal kind of... Montreal vibes, guys. All the vibes. Uh, November 2022. They Sorry just, for yelling. Yep, November 22, they just brought out uh, Chrysalism. Chrysalism? Chrysalism, yeah. So that's like their most recent full-length album. Um... <coughs> But they, like I said, they met back in Sejep. There's yeah. a bunch of like cute little stories. They're like, they give off these super cute BFF vibes. Um, so, Laurence was talking about uh, Camille and being like, oh man, she looks so different than the people I hung out with. She had a cool outfit and she's like, I don't remember how I was dressing. I think I was dressing quite bad. 
<laughs> and Camille was like, no, 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 you were very fashionable and boyish. And they're like laughing and cute. I was like, what BFF vibes? They're like, like they're like, oh, what was it like when you met? And they talk about the outfits that they were wearing. And they were like, you both dressed cute. <laughs> I love it. I was like, that's adorable. Um. So yeah. So <clears throat> I keep get Laurence was like, well. Camille talking about Laurence was that like Laurence was a bit of a social butterfly and like knew everybody and was friends with everyone. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but then they only started hanging out and this is again, stop artists, man. They were like, we hung out and then we just like, we got, we're getting super close and we noticed how easy it was to like sing together and how complimentary our voices together. I was like, man, I've never sat down and just been hung out with a friend being like, Hey, you want to sing together? (laughs) (laughs) You're a musician. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Let's just let's sing. (laughs) Uh, also, they're they're very. Um, We're not in that that that. that we, you and world. I do not sing together. We podcast together, though. That's yeah. Mm. Hey, you podcast. You want a podcast? Okay, let's podcast. <laughs> the nerd singing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're also they were talking about how. In, over the course of like the last like 10 years of them kind of just being together, but also just in music, they yeah. were like, like 10 years ago, it was kind of weird because if you were like a female vocalist centric act, they're like, people just assumed you didn't write your own music. And they're like, that's kind of changing now. Oh man. Well, cause they were like, oh, cause you're kind of like, they're like, they're poppy and stuff. So they're like, oh, you must not write your own music because you're kind of <laughs> like. Girls don't know how to write. They can only read. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, one thing that I also wow. need to, not need to, but like got to mention, obviously, is that they're, they're a band that's been together for 10 years and they haven't left Montreal, which is, you know, good. Oh, like cool. they're still like based out of Montreal. And I would have, if you would have told me that they're not here anymore, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. That's it. They were like. That's cool. Um, also, it's funny. Uh, Camille was just sort of like, she was like, as a child, she like performed with Cirque du Soleil. And then, like, when they were doing, like, the interview, the interview was like, oh, like, wow. And she's like, not really. She's like, if you're, like, artistic and in the Montreal area, like, you might have. <laughs> like, she's like, <laughs> it's not, it's, it, it's like, even though Cirque du Soleil is, like, a big international credit and stuff, it's like, they're like, <laughs> it's really, if you're a born and raised Montrealer in the art scene, knowing that you did something with Cirque du Soleil, they're like, people don't even bat an eye. And that's like, <laughs> and I was like, fair, also, like. Oh, yeah, someone did someone like Cirque du Soleil. Like, there was a, uh, what do you call it, one of the guys in WWE who was, like, a manager type or whatever else, who yeah. was, like, not an actual pro wrestler, but did, like, a manager role yeah. and stuff. And they were like, oh, yeah, when you, like, look into his credits, you're like, oh, yeah, he did some stuff with Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> yeah, it's not a not a super, not, uh, not to say a bad credit, but it's just, like, it's not, a, I feel that, like, doing something with Cirque du Soleil is a big deal if you're, like, from Boston or something, like, whatever. But if you're in Montreal, I mean, like, I still think it's a big deal. I think it's a cool, it's cool. I wouldn't have, if you didn't say that, I wouldn't have known. I would have been like, oh, man, no, that's so cool. Yeah. But that's w- a, what a great achievement. And I still think it is. So It is hey, a great achievement. Stop devaluing that, Keith. Okay, fine. Anyway, the song that I chose uh, from Milk and Bone that we're about to play for you right now is one of, I think, their latest releases. Uh, it, but it is still off of Chrysalism, so it's like a couple months old. So maybe they have a new single or something. They probably do have new singles that they're going to be playing for yeah. us when we actually do see them. But this is called... Object of fun. Let's do it. It's a mist on the sides, and it's hold your lies. I hold on to my soul.
one of the reasons why I thought this video was exciting to show you was that they're like weird glitching Sims. And you love the Sims. I do love the Sims. They <laughs> did a good job. Especially like when she's cleaning the house in like a ball gown ish mm -hmm. style. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, all the co gloves. all the costumes are like wildly just the costumes you just dress your Sims in for yeah. random reasons. And then you they never change. Mm hmm Why do you need to change the clothes of the Sims? <laughs> anyway, that was really cool. I uh, liked the the setup. I liked it. It's fun. Yeah, it's a fun. It's a cute music video. Okay, I'm gonna stay with synthy okay? style music. Got it. We're gonna talk about Mona Link. Nice. I'm ready. So I don't really have too much. Okay. Um, Mona Link does a lot of sing singles. I was gonna say singles. Um, anyway, he does a singles. Oh, singles. 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 Pringles. Pringles. He does a lot of Pringles. No. Um. <laughs> Anyway, he's he used to be a folk singer and songwriter, which I had no idea. Mm -hmm. That kind of like was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. um, he's German. He mm -hmm. got into the electric scene, electronic scene, when he moved to Berlin. Like he he went to like some underground par events, parties, whatever, mm -hmm. and got into it. So he mixed in his like folk singing and songwriting mm -hmm. with electric. So, um, yeah, he's, like, pretty freaking cool. He plays, like, guitar, keyboards, and vocals. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all, like, real, um, not samples, uh, typically during his shows. Um, and then he adds synth in there, obviously. Um, we kind of talked about this, like, before. So, you know, um, the le cycle, or cycle, whatever? Cercle. Cercle. Yes, circle. Circle. Uh, cercle in French. Cercle. Um, he did one of the shows in the Maldives mm -hmm. and it was insane. Like it was so cool. I forgot we watched that. And yeah, during the research, I pretty much had that on and I stopped researching. So that's how I, that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like he just talks a lot about like the fact that he brings in his, he like hated the sound of folk, but like the songs mm -hmm. so yeah that's where the like taking like a fo vibes. folk vibes but bringing in electronic style exactly because he's like i like the vibes of folk but he's like you you're like sometimes i like folk vibes but then i don't no, like, I like the, the sound. music like i don't like the sound i like the vocals and yeah, I, I like the vibes yeah i like the vibes but not the sound mm -hmm. but yeah i like electronic so anyway monolink i like you you're great um he only has two albums, but he has, like I said, like a mm -hmm. mul multitude of singles. So I didn't choose an album song. I chose his latest single, The Silent Science, okay. with mm -hmm. Steven Jolk. Okay. Jolk. I just want to add. Yeah. So I just while you were talking about Monolink, I was just looking up uh, just some stuff to see if there was anything that was interesting. You mean you had already looked up and now you're putting it on your phone. Wink, wink, wink. Sure. No, I mean, it's just <laughs> as you were talking. So there, there's one thing. I just This article that I have uh, from recently. Well, no, it was last year. Uh, but, yeah, just, just if you're really into tech, uh, they have his setup for when he played San Francisco. Oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> like, a lot of his stuff is, like, he also does that. He watches, like, what people use. Yeah. And he does the same thing. He'll, like... Give his setup. Yeah, so that's it. So, uh, yeah, when he was playing Q in, I want to say, San Francisco, uh, yeah, you had an Ableton Push Live, an audio interface, a MIDI foot controller to trigger loops 
while he's on his guitar because obviously yeah. he's like, how's he hitting loops while he's playing guitar live? And a separate foot pedal to process the vocals so we can add like filters on the vocals. Cause, so yeah. that's one of the things that, if you haven't seen Monolink live, that's different from a lot of all other... Well, I'd say less now. As less now, yeah. Less now. More and more People electronic are artists are like doing this. Like you, where you have like traditional instruments as part of your electronic act so I was gonna say he's playing guitar he, a lot yeah he plays a guitar a lot but i was gonna say people have diversified he actually Diverse. loves the guitar he's like mm -hmm. i'm never putting that down so. yeah and apparently this uh the show that he did uh was a really really good show and it wasn't San Francisco, seattle seattle and a man it just sounds exhausting to me uh to the concept that he only started at like 1 a.m like, it was, like, a real, like, like a show show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, awesome, though. I, yeah, awesome, but, man, so old. So old and tired. I don't think it's the oldness. I think it's the fact that we like to sleep. stopped going out for two years or three and a half years or That's whatever. That's what I said, and we like to sleep. Anyway. Um, so this is the silence? The science. You Okay. Is you, it science or silence? I mean... I'm pretty sure it's science. I'm that's looking what at I wrote. it right now, and it says the silence. Oh, I wrote the science. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh Sarah, I chose uh, neon pink for Monolink's uh, notes. Okay. So anyway, you can go ahead and play it, Keith. I'm ready. Let's do this it. This is not the science; it's the silence. We'll decide after. Okay. Well, there's not an <laughs> argument. <laughs> Oh my god, did this one actually work? Yes. <laughs> You're the worst. I, I pointed at you, which means... Yeah, you go. pointed at me 17 times. Wow. It took 17 times, wow. guys. Wow. Anyway, so... Anyways, I'm going to break the silence. Yes, as opposed to break the science. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to just be singing the science. Yes, I'm going to break happens. the science. Yeah. Okay, so you... Um, you know what? We didn't plan this, but there is a, um, almost uh, a correct lead-in from Monolink into the next act. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. It's a bit of a bit of a slant. Uh, so it's Hollow Coves. Okay. Okay. Um, and Hollow Coves are an indie folk band. Yes. Uh, however, and and I'm gonna be just, I'm not gonna be uh, presumptive at all. But their most recent kind of release. Mm -hmm. is a bunch of, like, electronica remixes of their indie folk stuff. So, hence, kind of... Oh, like that is, like, an yeah. unintentional... Exactly. I, like I said, I'm not really going to talk too much about that, but if you like the vibes of Hollow Coves at all, I really recommend checking out some of the remixes and stuff that just came out a couple weeks ago because the remixes are very good, but obviously I don't think they're going to be playing electronic remixes of yeah. their stuff <laughs> at Oceaga. That'd be, that'd be a weird flex uh, to be like, hey, we're an electronic band now. Um... So, Holocoves are an indie band. They're from, technically, Australia. Yes. And I say technically Australia. They're Ryan Henderson and Matt Cairns. Because, so they got together, um, <coughs> like, in Australia. Did they just meet at a party and were like, hey, you want to sing? Yeah, That's how Australia sing. works. Uh, pretty no. much. 
No, but I'm just saying, but like, you know, like all the Australian building, uh, buildings, all the Australian bands that we've talked about, they're just sort of like the Australian scene, and then we just hung out and went surfing, and then we were a band. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Australia I was works. busking on the street, but and then they're like, hey, you want on a record deal? Yeah. So anyway, what's kind of interesting about them is they did meet. Um, so while one of them, Ryan, uh, literally didn't even get into music until high school, so he didn't like grow up with any sort of a musical background or anything. He just went to go see um, the Woodford Folk Festival, and watched Ang- Angus and Julia Stone and was like, man, I want to be in a band. So he's like, I started way late. He's like, no, that's n- crazy. none of my like parents were musicians or but anything else like that. He was like, it was like high school before I was like, I would like to guitar. Okay. Like wanting to play a, mus- uh, a, mag- a musician, a um, uh, musical instrument. Yeah. I don't know how to say words today. Yep. That's great for podcasting. <laughs> I want to be, I want to play a, mu- a magician. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play a magician. I almost said that. Okay. But then I said it for real. So but anyway, that's, that makes more sense than him not being into music. Obviously he's into music. He went to a festival. Sure. But I'm saying, but he was like, he's like, I didn't even have any kind of aspiration or anything. Okay. Like, then he saw like the magic and felt the magic. And yes, exactly. Like, Matt Karen's on the other it. hand, uh, he was surrounded by music completely. So his father was in like a cover band. He played local shows, had written a couple of his own albums that he released independently. Cool. Uh, his mother plays piano and flute. His sister also plays the piano and his brother's in another band. So he's a, he's. So they're a family. They're a family of musicians, and then Henderson musicians. is not. So yeah, so they got together. What does the other guy's parents do? I don't Are know. Like I don't have the whole. One's a secretary. The other one just. I works have at no an idea. Office. Can I speak? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ooh. What is the other? Believe me, if I knew what Ryan Henderson's parents did, I would maybe mention it if it had anything to do. I just told you what they did. Oh, uh, the one was a secretary, and the other one was w- worked in a manager. Maybe position. he was a bodybuilder. But when I say secretary, it doesn't mean, like, a woman position. I understand that, Sarah. The um, dad was a secretary. Okay. I don't know what Can I get to the point man. of talking about the band for real and not just speculating <laughs> what one of their parents might do? Office assistant. Okay. Anyway, so they started, they got together in Australia, recorded music, and then respectively both, like, moved away. So, like, <laughs> one of them went to Canada and one of them went to England because they okay. were like, that was kind of fun. And then they, like, blew up on Spotify. Like after they had moved away, they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh whoops!" <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Uh, I think we need to get back together. We need to make uh, some real music now." Yeah, yeah, that's not it. Not real music, but so like they, they like they literally they music. were they their first their early recordings. Um, they were still recorded all remote and collaboratively long distance because like they literally got a record deal when they weren't even living in the same that's continent. That's wild. And stuff. But honestly, that's so cool. Like technology allowed them to do that, so they didn't have to like uproot their entire life yeah. while they're trying to still figure it out, right? Like mm-hmm. just because you have a record deal doesn't mean that you're gonna make it. Yeah, of course. That's um, cool. So don't worry though. Is that apparently they now literally have moved back to Australia and live in a house with like a bunch of artists and all that stuff, and they're like they moved in together. And also, just for fun, they live in a commune. Uh, an artist commune, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's what I would call it. Sure, but I mean, like, a commune kind of implies that you're also, like, farming and all that stuff. This no. Might yes, it we does. We have one downtown. Or not downtown, but NDG. Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, let's not get into uh, what a commune is or isn't. Um, also, so in Twist, mm-hmm. while they were like, oh, they started kind of, like, getting getting bigger and and all that they never really got to set up they took take t- took advantage they took advantage of the pandemic because uh karen's 
is a carpenter. Mm-hmm. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, they built within their house, like, a full production studio and, like, soundproof room to practice and record their music. So he That's was like, sick. Because he's like, I'm, you know, I can do this because I'm an actual carpenter and we have nothing but time. So I'm going to, like, build out these rooms for us in our uh, in our space. That's awesome. Which is super cool. So and if you haven't put together at least the con, not the concept or the idea of these guys, uh, it, like, I've already just mentioned... Canada, Australia, and England. And you so also said folk and electronica. Sh- well, no, but not really electronica. Just oh. clearly, they're just open to it because they've released a remix open album. To it, sorry. But I'm just saying. So I, they, they love traveling, and I found what their uh, top five travel destinations are. Ooh, tell me. Exactly. So travel tips. You weren't expecting this. Their number one um, spot is Norway. Okay. Why? Uh, well, they like to hike. Trolltunga. They like surf in Lofoten Islands. They got to see the Northern Lights. That's cool. Uh, basically, their album Moments, mm-hmm. the 2019 album Moments, they're like is the whole theme of it came from their trip to Norway. That's amazing. And like specifically, there was like um, one of the tracks that I did not write down. I apologize. Is like entirely like based on an, a single afternoon in Norway, but the theme is actually like the entire album. Yeah. Um, number That's really cool. Is that the one with the train that we wanted to do? Is Norway the one that we were like, oh, we need to do this? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thanks uh, for the travel tip. Thanks for the travel tip, uh, Hollow Coves. Uh, number two is Sanctaire, Italy. Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre. Yeah. Yes, Cinque Terre. I just said yeah. it French. Yeah, it's Cinque Terre. Cinque I've been Terre. there. It's really beautiful. Anyway, and so it's it, like it is like an amazing place to go. Yeah, there's like five little towns. Yeah. Uh, Each region is like protected. All their vineyard there. It's all vineyard mountains. Yeah, that's what they're saying. It's like it's like vineyards. It's these like rolling little vineyards. Uh, beautiful blue water. Yeah. Uh, a reference to it is in their song "We Will Run." Cool. You can uh, also take a train to each island, or you can take a boat, or you can walk them. Also, they said... I did the train and, I mean, and the boat. I don't know <laughs> I how much Italy traveling, but they said it was the best gelato in Italy. I Honestly, I had a really amazing gelato there, mm-hmm. but I'm a little biased from the town that my mom's from, because okay. this guy, he's amazing, and it's like, yeah, it's in the Palazzo of Termoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so I mean, I guess if but you don't go to Termoli, apparently Cinque Terre. Honestly, it was really, really good. Uh, and I, there was a specific one of the islands. I think it was three that you get the gelato island on. number three. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm not joking. I know. I know. Okay. There, I know that it's one, two, three, four, oh, five. Oh, but That's I don't know from which way. From all the way at the end, you work your way back, so it would probably be. Oh no, it's always three. It's in the middle. The island yeah. in the middle. <laughs> the middle island. <laughs> Uh, number three. Oh, and at the last one, there's a beautiful beach that you can go. Just just go to Cinque Terre. Okay, yeah. After after Oshiaga, go to Cinque Terre. book a little trip to Cinque Terre. He's uh, really jealous and sad right now. Um, number three is Switzerland. They said, again, it was like great hiking. They uh, said that you should do the hike. I'm going to b- butcher this because I'm not Swiss. Uh, Lake Oceanensi. Okay. Oceanensi. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they were saying like, oh, like just kind of like hiking up into the clouds, into this mountain, into a lake, and then you're still in the clouds wow. and like everything else. And they were saying it was like the water was like bright blue while you're in yeah, like this. Water, right? Yeah, glacier water, Yeah, yeah, And it's like Switzerland uh, mountain, which is awesome. Uh, number four, Yosemite yeah. Valley in California. 
Yosemite Valley. In California. So if you know, it's like they're talking about Big Sur area. No. So they were like, if you saw the pictures, this is like where the giant redwood forests are. They were like, everything is just so huge. Okay. They're like, it's like giant redwoods, huge waterfalls, massive trees, huge valley. You're like, this is like the like biggest, most like imposing thing of nature. You're like, this is crazy. Everything so is. It's basically like if you're a hobbit. In yes. Real life. Yeah, they're like everything is like super you have the concept of what a, the size of a tree is and these redwoods are like no. <laughs> like, I I do know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They have a place like that in Vancouver apparently. Yeah, there's a couple places in Vancouver. You can even if you're just in, Vancouver, if you're just in uh interested in just seeing some redwoods. Like you can literally see like pretty big redwood forests like just outside of San Francisco. Like it's they're around in that like yeah. northern area. But if you go to Big Sur, you're like it's you're like, oh, here's a, you're like, it's a forest, but the forest is like too big. Like, it looks like it's, yeah. is this a forest for giants? Uh, and number five, they were, appar- apparently they were thinking about like what their number five was. And then they realized that they really should say the Gold Coast of Australia because that's A, kind of where they're from and B, where they've like returned to. That's cheap. It's, I don't think so. If it was like, think about it. If they're, I know. If I they're travelers and they've, come to Montreal because but, and they've also kind of like, they have lived abroad yeah. and like was cool enough for them to go back when they know that they could record music anywhere. Yeah. You know, like it pulled them back. Uh, so yeah, they live in a share house. They call it a share house uh, with four of their friends. This is as of 2019. Maybe they've moved on. Uh, and they say like, listen, you're like, can you be like mad at a place with like amazing weather, great beaches, chill waves, and like really good coffee? Oh. So. I'm in. I'm in. Going to the Gold Coast. I really do need to look up that other place in Switzerland. I'm like, that look, that sounds amazing. Let's and I've been there, and it's really cool. Plan a trip to Switzerland. Uh, okay, go so to this Italy, then go to Switzerland, or go to Switzerland, then go to Italy. That's what I did. Okay, hard flexing from Sarah. Apparently, what? It's really awesome. Okay, anyway, this is Purple by <laughs> Hollow Coves. Where the path was golden as it led to the ocean, quiet and still. By the lighthouse on the hill We open the door To a different world Leaving everything behind Just you and I Open up your eyes Sarah, stop looking up Switzerland. I can't help it. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so Sarah was looking up Lake Onishinishi, and she says that the hike looks too difficult. But it's inexpensive hotel. Okay. Uh, um. So we're gonna stay sort of in this vibe, I guess. Okay. Like you know, like chill, chill vibes. I'm with but it. But we're gonna get a little sexy. Ooh. Yeah. Cigarettes after sex is who I'm talking about. Okay. It's uh, so Greg Gonzalez is the singer um, frontman. Okay. He's from El Paso. He wanted to get the fuck out of there, and this was the way to get out of there. Okay. He moved to I think it was like uh, somewhere in New York. Now I can't remember. I think it's Brooklyn. Okay, just like New York. New York is fine. If you didn't write it down, sir, no one will ever know if you just said New York. Yeah, but you know, (laughs) I don't know how to not tell people everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't lie. <laughs> um, anyway, if you haven't heard um, Cigarettes After Sex, it's like dream poppy indie bedroom music. Okay. Is the way that I think you can call it. But yeah, like Greg has like a really cool, smooth voice. Then there's like... It's romantic. Yeah. 
I was getting there in just oh. a second. Oh, okay. Then you have like a little bit of a heavier guitar, slow drums. Mm-hmm. It's got some Leonard Cohen vibes. Oh. It was a big inspiration for him. Okay. Which makes sense. Like really like if you listen to like the lyrics. If you think like sexy and cigarettes, it's Leonard Cohen, baby. It is though. <laughs> <laughs> but like their songs are poetry. Like if you listen to it, it's mm-hmm. they're all story. Each one is like a it's something. It's invoking something. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's very it's a other people call it romantic lullaby music. Mm-hmm. And uh Greg um actually takes pride on that because his medicine cabinet for going to sleep is his record collection. Aww. So he doesn't use any pills. He listens to music. It's what brings him to his happy place. And he's really happy that his music can do that for others. You know, there might be some, you know, other things that happen before they fall asleep. Okay. Doesn't ask. I mean, it might be sex because there's cigarettes after sex. So I didn't want to say the it's word. It's in the thing. name of the band. I'm being bashful. Oh. Anyway, I don't have that much on them. Uh, <laughs> you, again, don't have to just say, I don't have much on them. No, but I don't because it's like there isn't that much out there. Like, again, they're just, they have two records. They're written by Greg's, like, feelings and relationships and mm-hmm. love that has happened. So I personally like dancing to them rather than just sleeping to them okay and i'm surprised that people fall asleep listening to this but anyway Mm -hmm. that's my take maybe they're being like coy by saying i fall asleep to this and they're like oh wink 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 that's the second time i said this on this podcast Mm -hmm. the wink wink well because i mean it's an audio medium so no one can tell you that you're winking like yeah but i should not have said any of those things it's gross wink wink oh okay now that's the third time you said wink wink (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, I saw, I found this quote here from, uh, I guess Greg Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, yeah, just talking about that. Um, he's like, most of the, some of the songs are like straight up memoirs of like, yeah. like relationships that he's had. And some of them he's like, are just kind of like fictionalized versions, but he's like, but I'm always kind of like singing about an experience or about someone, even if it's like a fictionalized thing. He's like, I'm, I'm thinking about those people while I'm yeah. like writing it. Cause he writes like it's, he doesn't like deal with emotions very well so he writes puts it, it out. in his music exactly he puts it in his music the way he was feeling at the time or feeling now about it and what song did you pick from them do you want me to tell you what yeah. song <laughs> it's pistol which was funny because when i wrote it down i was like oh cigarettes after sex pistol and i was like that's a different vibe <laughs> 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 oh this one came out in june 20th so everyone's gonna be like oh my god it's a, you new, it's a new one it's the new track that's the other thing they have a, a bunch of singles too so I think they haven't or like collabs and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. anyway, there's more singles than there are. I think of the total music collection. Okay, maybe they have a new album coming out soon. Who knows? Who knows? All right, this is Pistol. Pistol. Bang bang. Used to hang up on your bedroom walls, but you took them all down now. the art is he also takes inspiration 
I also believe from Leonard Cohen, mm-hmm. if I'm not wrong, about like because he does a lot of black and white art and like the album art is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he got into f- like looking at the photography of everything around that. So anyway, I'm pretty sure it's Leonard Cohen. I didn't write down who it was, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I thought that was cool too. That he was like, yo, this is my inspiration. I saw these like photographs and it just made me feel like yeah that's my my look my vibe my vibe my look so everything is black and white all right um we're gonna finish it off by talking about folds all caps folds from england uh indie rock alternative rock they've been associated with math rock but i feel that they're not really math rock anymore I don't know what math rock you know when like the time signature changes all the time and it's just complicated rock and you can't ever Anyway, um, they've been active, and this is, I was like, oh, yeah, I've known Foles for a while. And sure enough, they really kind of started in, like, 2005, and I was like, man, I'm old. Wow. I was like, Foles was a new band in my head at some point. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, talking about some of the, I'm going to be focused more on their new album. Yeah. uh, Because it's actually, like, a bit of a dep for them so some of the original members have left in the last year or two okay and uh, and like a big deal was hang on i'm trying to find i don't remember who it is oh well uh what are so you yeah, so here we go walter jerver no no walter jervis rejoined the band damn yeah. it, i'm trying to i'm trying to remember so anyway whoever the previous guy on like synths was and yeah. like I said, there there's they've been like six or seven total, and there's four active now. And this album was recorded when they were only three. Walter Jervis came back just in this spring. Mm-hmm. So in the most recent uh, album that uh, that came out, which is Life Is Yours in 2022, the previous synth guy left, and the another guy who did play synth in the band, and that's why I said I feel bad I didn't take the notes of it. Uh, took over like the synth, so they ended up kind of getting a more dance reaction to this album than they kind of did. They're like, we got okay. away from rock and got more synthy and dance. And they were like, that was also kind of like an organic reaction to the pandemic because we realized that like, even though we, they never thought of themselves as big, like club people or whatever, but just like just going out occasionally to shows and parties and occasionally they clubs and bars. It. They like, they missed like dancing and stuff. They're like, we weren't even like big party people. They were just sort of like, it was just completely like absent yeah. from, it was like a part of our lives that was completely absent. So they were that, like, that was a big one for me too. I get, I get them there. I get them. I feel you. I feel you foes. So I yeah, so that, that's it. They were just sort of like, it was like this missing element uh, of their lives. So like, yeah, they were like, we're missing out on being able to go to bars, restaurant clubs and that experience of like live music and enjoying a night out with your friends. Yeah. And like, we definitely, and experiencing now experiencing life experience. Well, yeah, exactly. It's not just experiencing life, but it was just like, <laughs> no, I know, but it's like, it, you, it is, you associate it, like yeah. they associate it with that music. And so do we, and they were like, even, and also they also really got into the idea of trying to write like a cohesive album. Yeah. Uh, which they were saying was not always a priority which is just sort of like, oh, we wanted a vibe from kind of start to finish on the entire album. And they were like, not that these are dance albums, but they talked about um, like the Blue Album by Weezer or like Rated R by Queens of the Stone Age, where you're just sort of like, I'm listening. You're like, I can immediately, like one song kind of goes into the next. And it's like, it's almost like a, like not a playlist, but you're like, this is, you're clearly in this one album. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just a collection of songs. Yeah. So they were like, so once we kind of like vibed into that like dancey thing, we're like, well, we need to kind of, make it all a little more dancey as opposed to being like, oh, we have a more rock thing and then like one or two tracks uh, are more dancey. And then specifically they worked with a guy named Dan Carey. 
Okay. Uh, Dan Carey, who worked with like uh, Lee Scratch Perry and so on and so forth, worked on the production of Life Is Yours, and then, but like simultaneously, they also had in the background that they were going to do an entire uh, dub remix, and as we discussed on the show, not dubstep, dub. Oh yeah, <laughs> got it. A, an entire dub remix album of the whole album called Life Is Dub with uh, with Dan Carey. So cool. they really wanted it to, but then they were like, and it's not like we're going like, oh, here's some extra tracks or like, here's the record remix by a bunch of different people. It's all with Dan Carey. Yeah, yeah. Who was on originally in the production element too. So he's like, it's, they're like, it's like being presented with a photograph of the album and this is the negative element of it that you've never seen. Like the negative, yeah, the yeah, inversion. Yeah. So it's like a total inversion of it. So if like Life, Life Is Yours is the daytime summer record full of light with these clean, wh- clean white lines, this is literally the color negative. It's like the sweaty and unclean uh, flip of it. That's awesome. So, but they're like, but that we also like really worked with Dan on the whole entire thing. So they're like, it's literally like... It's a collab it's this, album. Well, but it's like a collab album, but they're like, it's really... They're like, we really wanted it to be... Cohesive sound. Co- a cohesive sound, but also like it's two distinct albums that are about the same thing. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. So, which is which I find like really, really daunting, I feel, from a creative perspective. So, he's like, yeah, he's like, Dan like literally took these songs and like cut them apart and took elements. And he's like, and they even kind of like changed the meaning of the song, even though he's like, we're using all of the same ingredients, you know? So, it's like, yeah. it's like two people making two different songs, but using the same set of sounds and stuff anyway which is really interesting that's so cool uh anyway so back to life is yours i keep wanting to say life is strange because of the video game <laughs> back to life <laughs> is yours uh and we're gonna listen to a track called like the actual falls track not the life is dub falls track the actual falls track 2 a.m cool to close it off are you ready yeah You have, if you are a big Foles fan, you will almost immediately identify that their sound has kind of changed yeah. from that track. But they're fun. Yeah, no, they're fun. And I've said, I, I, I but like. But I, I totally get what they mean and what they want on to do. Yeah. They wanted to like make something that you can dance to, still mm-hmm. sort of still be them. Because mm-hmm. they do sound like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounds more synthy and dancey. And da- but that's the yeah exactly you know. which was like mission accomplished. I'm just saying it is yeah. a bit of a departure. So I'm saying if you have not listened to uh, why I keep wanting to say Life is Strange, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know the remix album is Life is Dub, and Life is Yours is the actual yeah. full album. If you haven't listened to Life is Yours and you head out to Oshiaga, uh, I'm sure you might be a little surprised to be like, whoa, man, they got funky. Yeah. Or like funkier, I should say. Um, but these are great summer vibes. Also great summer vibes. And we somehow did have a theme the whole time. Somehow. Yep. Just, it's like, you know, theme is music and fun. Theme is music and fun. Um, chill, cool we vibes. Only have one episode. Well, hang on. So we don't Simply necessarily cool, have one vibes. episode left. We only have one, we have one preview pre- episode left. Yeah. And maybe there's another episode. We have episode. one episode of our picks left. Yes. And there might be other stuff coming. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That we're trying to work out. Bum, so bum, sh- bum. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Hey there. Thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering uh, instrumental version by Yacht and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to interesting Montrealers, and we have 9ES, which is more of a pop culture show. So if that either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.